You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hour number three, it's The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. We got so much to do in the 830 segment of the program. We got to play Impossible Flames trivia, your chance to win a $50 gift card to VK Bruco and some swag. Today isn't that, it's not as impossible as it usually is. I had to dial it back a little bit. I had to turn down the hard. Um, we'll also um, we'll give our locks of the evening, courtesy of our friends at Calgary Lock and Safe. And we got some fun stories coming in on when you got fired or somebody you know got fired from stealing from your job in honor of Troy Aikman's girlfriend getting charged with stealing almost four grand worth of stuff from Nordstrom's using her employee discount. When was it again? 2017. Yeah. Before they had probably even met. Yeah. Like, Troy's like, why am I getting dragged into this? He's yeah. actually been divorced twice since then. Yeah. <laughs> he makes lots. He makes like $18 million a yeah, year. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine doing what he does. Mm. Um, a guy who, uh, that would be a pay cut for our next guest, um, Sportsnet uh, oh, NHL yeah. analyst for the Calgary Flames. Speaking of Live thing, from Western know. New York on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline, Mr. Eric Francis. Sir, how are you? I'm excellent. I just I just want to clarify what... When you take like extra extra tea bags and stuff like that from the office commissary, that's not stealing, is it? Uh, it's borrowing. Are you ever going to return it? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm asking for a friend. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, she uh, she used her employee discount uh, and took uh, about four thousand dollars worth of stuff with her employee discount at Nordstrom's. That's a great story. Yeah. And they're rolling in now, uh, people who got fired for stealing from their job or know somebody at 960-960, name and location. We'll do some of those oh to wrap God. up uh, the uh, the show. Uh, where are you right now? Like, where are you right now? I'm in my hotel room in Buffalo, New York. Yes, you are. Mm. So, and, and I was going to send you a note yesterday and say, do you have any, because I know this is kind of your old stomping ground. Oh, yeah. Like, do you have any, A, is there a nice restaurant here? Mm-hmm. Anywhere, B that that doesn't just feature chicken wings, right. and B yep. is there anything to do here, like anything to see or do other than the Casino? Um, the Casino. The 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 one time I really got after it there uh, franchise, you can drink till four o'clock on Chippewa Street. And <laughs> how how does that sound? A four a.m. night 4 on a Wednesday. Bender. How about that? And I ended up. Is that what you're looking for, Eric? Is that the answer yeah. you needed? Chippewa Street. Man, I wish I called you. Why yeah. didn't I call you? Yeah. Chippewa I, I, Street's where it's at. They serve till four. Nothing good happens wow. after two a.m. Franchise. Let me just tell you from experience. Nothing good happens after two. Four o'clock's a late night to keep going after it, and nothing I'm not beats sure anything good happens in Buffalo. Yeah. Well, and you. Hey, just for I don't know. I've heard this from somebody. You could actually make it over the border if you're passed out. Oh, yeah, you heard that from a friend? I heard that from a friend. Mm. If you've had way too many <laughs> drinks for your birthday, you can actually get over the border passed out as long as you oh, have a passport. Oh, my God. Okay, well, these are great tips. Yeah, like I yep. said, I wish I called you yesterday because yep. all of that could have really come in handy uh, the last day- night when I was looking for something to do. after the. I went to the Sabres game, oh. and then after that, yeah, they played uh, Tampa. And uh, so I went to that, and Kelly Rudy and Rick Ball and Ryan Leslie and I decided to go check that out. And then after that, we dispersed. Kelly needed chicken wings at like 10 at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and uh, and and none of us, none right. of the rest of us, need a chicken wings at ten at night. So we let him go on his merry way. Yes, um, there's there's Shay's Buffalo, the theater district. Uh, there's also uh, Rick's Tally Ho, which is the jewel of Western New York. It's a different kind of entertainment. I listen. I, this is where I was. Yeah, the flames were off yesterday, right. so literally had the whole day to do whatever it was I wanted, mm-hmm. and. I, I, here's how low it got. I went to the front desk and I said, listen, is there like a mall nearby? <laughs> yeah, the Walden <laughs> Galleria. That, 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 yeah, that sounded like the, my salvation, a, a crappy mall yep. in Buffalo, New York. Anyway, she's like, well, not, well there's kind of like this one and then there's this other. But, and anyway, I just said, you know what? If you're not even convinced that there's a good mall around here, then I'm out. Um, also, uh, just a quick side story on Rick's Tally Ho. Okay, good. Um, oh, it's essentially in a basement, but anyway, um, they had, um, uh, peanuts and Hershey's kisses on the table. And my friend Rob, after a couple of beverages was just freely eating the peanuts from a bowl. <laughs> All right. Thanks for sharing. That. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I was really grossed That's out. A lot of my, um, uh, Dan yeah. Vladar story is out there. Um, our man, David Panyota from fourth period. We have him on the show. Guys kind of dialed in saying the flames are exploring a Dan Vladar deal. Are you kind of hearing the same thing? Well, of course they're looking at a Dan Vladar deal. I mean, that's something that's, you know, they're going to look at all season long if they don't make the deal. I mean, they do want to make room obviously for Dustin Wolf. Um, I, I think that they've been looking at a Dan Vladar deal all summer long just trying to see what the marketplace is out there. And it's my understanding that their goal is to get a second rounder for Dan Vladar. I think they acquired him for a third rounder, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And I think they feel like if they could, they the ask is a second rounder. So if, if there's someone out there willing to meet that, and listen, I just watched Tampa Bay play last night, and they're going to have a hard time this year with those goaltenders until they get Vasilevsky back. I mean, so as people, you know, just like everyone assumes Lindholm is a perfect fit for Boston. I know everybody thinks that Vladar is a perfect fit for the Tampa Bay situation. And I don't disagree in that situation at all. They're going to need a goaltender and they're going to need one soon, or they're going to run out of room before Vasilevsky gets back. So uh, yeah, I think I, I absolutely, I believe that uh, Vladar is being shot, but I think he's been shopped. All summer long, they've been kicking tires all summer long, seeing when we get the right price, then that's the time to make the move. Anything stand out as far as the timing of this, just given, you know, maybe how Markstrom has played or Dustin Wolf starts the season or anything there? You know, I well, I think I think they're just expecting Wolf to get off to a great start in the American Hockey League, and I, you know, nothing's really going to change there. Even if, it, even if he didn't, uh, I don't think that would change their opinion mm-hmm. of Dustin Wolf. Uh, I do. Here's the way I've always looked at their goaltending situation. I was not surprised when Wolf was sent down, and I won't be surprised if he's there most of the year. This is a team that's in win now mode, and rarely can you be in win now mode with a rookie goaltender on your roster. It just doesn't work that way. So, and I know that he's highly touted, and I know everyone thinks he's going to be a superstar, but that's not proven yet. So, and they they know that. So, I think that they're more content to go with two veterans. Uh, as opposed to a veteran and a rookie for now, for now, if they don't get off to a good start, if by Christmas, this team's out of the playoff picture, then Dan will Darby, the first guy they trade. Uh, so, I, I, but I do anticipate they'll be in the playoff race, you know, all season long. 
What did you make of that tilt in Washington? They get out to the early start, but as the game goes on, Matthew Phillips kind of becomes the story. He gets the goal, he gets the assist, ties the game, and then in the end, um, Evgeny Kuznetsov helps the Capitals win in the shootout. Yeah, is he, isn't he still going down the ice yeah, right now? still is. <laughs> and, and, and Just I got the no worst. problem with that goal. I, I, I got no problem with that. That's, it's, it's within the rules. It's, the bigger debate has got to be, do we still want shootouts? I mean, I think that's more of a, the debate that has to be had. Now. I, I'm, I used to love them. Now I'm like, forget it. Come on. Three on three is so exciting. It's so great. Play is it, it for ten minutes? It is. Is yeah, it though? Eric? It is. I love it. I love it. It's great. It's a. It's one of the best parts of hockey. I, I get so excited when it's going into shoot uh, playoffs or sorry into a overtime, not the shootout. Anyway, two things about that game: the Flames played so well, like they they deserve such a better fate. They hit the post twice in the shootout. Uh, they were the better team by a considerable margin. They got off to a great start. They rebounded so well from that that third period in Pittsburgh. I mean, full credit to the Flames, and I 100% agree with Ryan Husker saying, you know, each game we've gotten better mm-hmm. of the three this year, and that was by far their best outing. Like, they totally deserve a better fate than just one point. But getting a one point in Washington is not bad. But the other, the other part of that is, is the Matthew Phillips story. And, you know, I came out here knowing that I was going to be writing about Matthew Phillips, spoke to his grandfather, his father's here, you know, the kids here. I, I just, I think the world of this guy, that is the kind of story that makes sports so great. That's the kind of story that sucks people into the world of sports who don't otherwise care. My mother sent me a note saying, hey, I really like that story you wrote about the kid who, 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 uh, who put it back in the flame's face. Like, I'm like, what? Mom, mom reads my stuff? <laughs> anyway, I'm like, it's just, but the point is, it's like, I live for that. Like, who couldn't love that story? And I know most people listening are Flames fans, and they're sad that he did it against his former team. But I also know there's a lot of people out there who, even though they're Flames fans, they just loved what happened the other night. Not because it happened to their team, but because it happened for the kid. And that was just such a beautiful moment. And I don't know how long he'll be in the NHL. I hope this is the start of a, of, of a long, fruitful run for him, uh, a long overdue one. But I don't know. And I don't think he knows, and I don't think the team knows either. But what a moment that was last night, I or the other night. And then, again, I'm sure you guys pointed this out, but when I went in to talk to him after the game, Somebody asked the first question about, you know, yeah. how to, how that feel? And he says, look, first of all, I just want to send my thoughts and love to the, to the snow family. And I'm like, really? This guy just had the most incredible moment of his life. A moment he dreamt of his whole life. And he's got the class to stop and give his love to the snow family uh, and their support. I, I just, that says it all. This, this kid is someone who everyone in the hockey world should be cheering for. Practice today, as you mentioned, it was a day off yesterday for both you and the team. Are, are you expecting to see any changes to the lines? Would you like to see any changes? Nothing really comes to mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 you know, I, I think that you're going to see Jordan Osterle and, and, and Dennis Gilbert kind of in and out of the lineup with regularity, but this is, this is Dennis's hometown Buffalo. Yeah. So you can't take him out here. And I don't think he's done anything to, to earn a, a spot in the press box. So, uh, you know, he's, he's staying in, I think. And then with the lines, you know, guys, I, I think the best line, and I know statistically it doesn't really show anything, but the best line to me has been uh, the Backlund line, Backlund and Coronado and Coleman. I think those guys work the wall. And I think that that might be this team's, uh, identity moving forward, just as a hardworking, grinded out, 
uh, you know, work the walls sort of team. And I'm not, I, I'm not sure that's the sexiest thing, but I think that that's what they do so, so well. And statistically those guys, like I think Coronado's minus six, um, you know, again, it's a, that's a weird stat, but, you know, I just think that they did so well to turn the game uh, around uh, in Philly, in Pittsburgh in the second period. They took control of that game because of that line. I just think they've been really good, really dangerous. They don't have a lot to show for it, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't see any reason to change the line significantly. They just played their best game this season. I, I can't see why they would change anything up. Eric Francis covers the Flames for Sportsnet, joining us here on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline, Big Show, Russick and Rose. 960 the fan um i've been talking about uh a set three shooters in the shootout uh eric just kind of circling back here like is is that something that you know we we should kind of know moving forward because that's such the achilles heel for this team last season overtime and the shootout like is that something are those the three best guys that we know of in the shootouts like is there any other option you could potentially see that sharon govich shot was absolutely a laser beam but he rang it off the post like is that the three guys we're going to see again if the game goes to a shootout tomorrow night? Well, two of them hit, hit the iron, so it's kind of hard to rip into them. I mean, they made pretty good moves. They just hit the post and the crossbar. I I was a little surprised to see Sharon Govich get sent over the boards, but they're trying to do what they can to empower this guy and get him going and make him feel good. And I think we know that he can snipe. We know that he's a former 20-plus goal scorer. So I, I got no problem with it. I was a little surprised, but again, I've got no problem with it. When the team practices uh, the shootout, like they, they don't practice it. They just have a fun competition in practice every once in a while. It seems to me that the best guy out there is Dylan Dubé. He seems to have the best moves. He seems to be the one that gets everybody going. Like Everyone will be like, oh, my God, what a move. I, I would like to see Dylan Dubé in that spot because I think that he's kind of earned it by the way he practices and he kind of wows everybody with some of his moves. But don't be surprised if you see the same same guys. Let me ask you this. You're, it's obviously a bit of a loaded question. Like, who would you have liked to see or who surprised you that got sent over the boards? Uh, you know, like, I, I certainly don't think Huberto um, should be in that rotation. Yeah, that, that's the guy who surprises me, franchise, that Huberto yeah. is one of those guys. Like he's going to try to pass it by the goalie? Like he's got, <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. He's got good puck skills. Like I know his, he does. His handles with the puck are good. Yeah. I don't necessarily want him going in and shooting from the hash marks, but I got no problem with Huberto. Mm-hmm. He's easily one of the most talented players they have when the puck is on his stick. I would go Rasmus Anderson because he showed really yeah. well in the shootout last year. And then after that, whatever, whoever's feeling it, it's a shootout. They're NHL players. Like, you feel the vibe. I don't think you have to have a set guy every time. This isn't a Flames team that's loaded with McDavid's and Matthews and Jack Hughes. Like, they don't have a guy like that. So you don't have a set three. That's the way I see it. Matty, I, I'm 100% with you. I've always thought that the shootout should be, you know, a gut feeling from the coach. Mm. And, uh, like, for example, it's kind of hard to justify, but for Washington the other night, I wouldn't have been surprised if they threw Matty Phillips over the boards. Now, again, yeah. I know they've got Kuznetsov, they've got Ovechkin, they've got Backstrom. Like Ovechkin they, didn't even they, go. Yeah. Oh, no, Ovechkin didn't go. Oshie, uh, I get why he went. Remember yeah. what he did in, in, yeah. uh, for yep. the American team? Uh, you know, like this guy's a, a machine. So I, I get it in that situation. But to your point, Calgary doesn't have those automatic go-to guys. And I, I, I personally think that, you know, a coach should have a list of five or six in his mind. 
uh, every game. And I'm sure mm-hmm. they uh, obviously they do have a list before every game of five or six guys if they had to go five or six deep. But I would also go with a bit of a gut, and I think because I think it could really inspire a guy too. He's had a great night. Reward him, and uh, as long as he's not shocked, shocked and surprised by the tap, and, and you know overwhelmed by the surprise of it all, um, I think that you should have a rotating cast because what the various casts they've had over the years here obviously don't work, and so go with something different. Um, I don't know if this is uh, speaking of loaded questions, franchise. Should we temper our expectations of Sharon Govich? Like, are we just expecting a lot more from a guy that maybe he's just the top, you know, nine forward who, who can skate and has a good shot? From what I've seen of this guy so far, he's not a top nine forward. And, and he, like, he's slotted right now as the center on that fourth line. And at first I thought, oh, my God, that's not the kind of player he is. But he does have – he is a great skater. He's got great speed, and he can bring a little bit of energy. Now, he's extremely timid. And I don't know if, if that's, again, kind of like what Huberdeau and Uyghur went through when they first got here. You know, they're just, the change is overwhelming and they're just not comfortable here. He's not comfortable here yet. But I have seen nothing from Sharon Govich, nothing. And again, maybe that's not fair. I, I think I, I think he played five preseason games and now three regular season games. And other than hitting him hitting the crossbar in the shootout, I have seen nothing. And I think it's a real problem for this coaching staff because they started him on the first line they moved him to the second line. They put, put him on the third and out fourth line. Like, I don't know what's next. I'm not sure you're going to sit him in the press box, but they need so much more from this guy. And uh, it's early, so maybe it's not fair that I'm this critical, but I think that one of the first things I think of when I watch this guy be a complete, you know, ghost out there is, huh, no wonder New Jersey demoted him to the, to the third line last year and was so happy to trade him this summer. Um, I just I can't believe this guy used to score 20 plus goals in the NHL with one year. It's I've seen no sign of it. But you know I've said that about Huberto a lot. Like I can't believe this guy had 115 points in the league. The way that we've seen him play here in Calgary, um, you know that doesn't look like a 115 point player in my lifetime. Um, but you know he's he's been better this year for sure. But uh, as for Sharon Govich. Uh, you know, he can only go up in, in terms of my eyes and, and those of the coaches, I believe. Is it really hard to get past uh, what Sharon Govich is because you traded your top score from the team last year for him? No, I don't think so. I, I guess it's easy to, to attach him to that, and that's the way sports works. You're, you know, everyone's always going to say, well, you, we traded the top-line right winger for this guy. Um, I, I, I just don't think people looked at Toffoli as as – a legitimate first line guy. And I know he was last year. He was their best scorer, best forward. But I, I, I just, I don't think people look at it that way. Plus also, I think people are well aware that like Toffoli wanted an, an insane amount of money at a, at a, at an extent at a, you know, he's older and he wanted a contract that I don't think anybody in Calgary wanted him to sign. So I don't think anybody's really pining. Uh, I, hey, don't get me wrong. Flames fans would love to fully back in the lineup right now, mm. but given the circumstances under which he left, I don't think anybody's really got a problem with him leaving. And, and, and unfortunately the guy coming back doesn't seem like he's going to pan out, but again, it's early. Maybe I shouldn't be so harsh on him. Uh, you mentioned you were at the lightning and the Sabres game. Anything stand out to you with this Sabres team so far? Tage Thompson still doesn't have a point, but they did get their first one in the season yesterday. Yeah. Thompson, I just think this guy is so fun to watch, but I haven't seen it uh, yet this year. Last night he had a couple toe drags that were pretty sick, 
but he couldn't finish them. Uh, you know, I, this Devin Levi is, a, is such a fascinating story, you know, to give this guy the starting gig with very, very little ex- experience in the NHL, I think is not a recipe for success. I don't see how you can make the playoffs with a, a rookie goaltender like that. But, uh, and, and, and you'll also see, and I know Kelly Rudy's probably going to talk about it during the broadcast, but uh, during the TV timeouts, he, this guy gets on his knees and meditates hmm. for the full two minutes, and it's a whole show. And, uh, you know, apparently he shows up three, four hours before every game to get prepped. And, you know, I don't know, there's various uh, thoughts on whether that's a smart idea or, hmm. or not. But uh, anyway, He's a, he's an interesting kid, that's for sure, and you're going to hear more and more about him over the years. Uh, I just don't know, you know, if, if if a team like Buffalo or, like I said, like Tampa Bay, with with a rookie goaltender or an unproven guy like Tampa has two of them, uh, man, that's that's a tough uh, road to hoe uh, if you're trying to make the playoffs with those guys in that. Uh, franchise. Before I let you go, uh, speaking of guy who probably does hours of meditation before competing. Uh, Joey Chestnut uh, is on his way yeah. to the uh, the Pizza Pig Out, which goes down Thursday, uh, November second. Um, there's a chance that one of us can, or a lot of people, could actually dine with the world's most famous competitive eater. We have an auction going on. Obviously, all this is for kids sport, and we have an auction going on. Uh, I think it starts today. Uh, one, you can have lunch with Joey Chestnut, you and three friends, if you win the auction item and you're the highest bidder. And uh, we're going to have lunch at Hotel Arts there and uh, really enjoy our meal. It'd be so fascinating to see what Joey eats and how he eats it <laughs> and uh, and to pick his brain on all things eating. Uh, but also, uh, we're auctioning off a chance to compete against Joey. At the end of the night, he's going to oh. be doing an eating contest and we're going to pit him against four of our former champions and the winner of the auction. And all five of those people will add up their pizza slices up against Joey and see who wins. So, so if you, if you, wow. if you've always wanted to go up against the goat and, yep. and you can tell your friends, I competed against the greatest of all time. Uh, then this is your chance to do it yeah. uh, over massive slices of pizza. So go to Eric Francis, If you want to start entering your bids, or maybe you enter a friend who who you think is a bit of a pig, and you think he'd be perfect for this sort of thing. Sure. Or maybe maybe you're, you think your husband is a real pig, and you think he'd be perfect for it. Buy this for him. Anyway, uh, those are some ways you can help kids sport Calgary and also have a lot of fun with it. I like that you said compete, even though we all know it's going to be a lot more like the Phillies just banging the Diamondbacks over the head yesterday. <laughs> it's it when we say compete, it's kind of like a bullfight. Yeah. It's not a ceremony. It's a ceremony. It's not a fight. And so same sort of thing. Joey's Joey's gonna hold nothing back. He's gonna destroy whoever he eats against. But you can always say, I went up against that guy and I experienced what it's like to be humbled by the greatest of all time. It's like the Washington generals saying they competed against the Globetrotters. Well put. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Different leagues, different leagues, my friends. Um, again, like it's not like you can get on the basketball court with Michael Jordan. It's not like you can just get on the golf course with Tiger Woods, the tennis court with Novak Djokovic, but you can actually eat against the GOAT, and he's he is the greatest of all time. And we've had this conversation many times, franchise. Like He's one of the most famous people in the world without people knowing his actual name. Like yep. pe- People don't know like it's Joey Jaws Chestnut. The hot dog man. But people know, oh, the guy who eats all the hot dogs? He's, the dude is world famous. 
And I'm looking forward to him in studio when maybe we can challenge him to a Tim Timbits eating contest. Is it weird that I'm I am I am pretty jacked about that. And uh I'm jacked about all of it. And and, yeah. and people who come to the pig out, if you buy apparently we have I'm not supposed to say this probably, but apparently we have 15 tickets left for the event. Uh, if people are looking to buy Whoa, tickets, so we have what? 15 general admission tickets left. Yeah, and so um, we do have some VIP tickets left as well, though. And that's also that's a way to come in and watch the Q and A with them beforehand, get to meet them, mm. get them to sign, get them to sign your chest or whatever you want. You know, he'll, he'll sign sign a, a, a hot dog or a fork. I don't know. <laughs> We're trying to figure out what what. There's your question of the day, like. What would what would you want Joey Chestnut to sign? Yeah, you know, like I was trying to find these little plush toy a bib? hot dogs. Well, yeah. the, everybody who's a VIP there gets a bib, and so that's the obvious one. He could just sign that and yeah. make it out to you. My jaw, but uh, yeah, but wouldn't it be neat if you had a little tiny little mini hot dog that was signed by Joey Chestnut? It's like yeah. getting a tennis ball signed by Djokovic. I mean, it would just be priceless. Yeah, it, it absolutely would be priceless. Franchise, you're priceless. Uh, enjoy beautiful Buffalo. Buffalo's and, uh, priceless. Enjoy the arts, mm. like a Rick's Tally yeah. Ho. Um, yeah, thanks for the inside scoop on all the great things to do yeah. here. Uh, I, Hershey's Kisses on the tables. Puck uh, drop's only 33 hours away. Yeah. Press on. You got it. Thanks, pal. Yeah, cheers, boys. We'll talk soon. Uh, there's Eric Francis on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. Straight ahead. We'll you know what that a... sounds like to me? That what? sounds like a day to catch up on some sleep. Um, That's what I would be doing. You have a chance to win a $50 gift card straight ahead from our good friends at Vacay Baruco and some swag. We're playing Impossible Flames Trivia. We're going to give you our locks of the night. Mm-hmm. Courtesy of our friends at Calgary Lock and Safe. And uh, some of your stealing at work stories. We're going to mix those in, too, to wrap up the program. A busy half hour straight ahead. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Uh, we'll wrap up the show with some of your stories of uh, either you or someone you know stealing from work in honor of uh, Troy Aikman's girlfriend, current girlfriend, Haley Clark, who was accused of stealing just under four grand worth of stuff from a Nordstrom. Using her employee discount. 96960. Name and location. But first, it's Wednesday. It's 8.30-ish. It's time. Get your thinking cap ready. Because it's time for George Russick to deliver today's Impossible Flames Trivia question. Impossible Flames Trivia is brought to you by Veranda, a friendly farm-to-table restaurant featuring craft beer and spirits from in-house Vacay Bruco and Burwood Distillery, 2566 Flanders Avenue Southwest, and on Instagram at Veranda YYC. It's simple. I give you three current or former members of the Calgary Flames, and you got to find a connection between all three. Patrick, uh, it's me and you, the only people on this beautiful blue planet we call Earth, who know the answer. Difficulty level today, Patrick Dumont. I think this one's all right. This is, this is not... It's not attainable. attainable. It's attainable. This can be done within 15 minutes. Okay. I hope shorter than that. I hope shorter, too. Uh, the way the way it works is uh, you text in, you have to give your name and location, and you haven't won anything in the last 30 days, because we'll know. We have, like, an ironclad system of vetting people who try to win more than twice in 30 days. Yes. You can't do it here. No. no. Never. No. 
Weird. Uh, are you ready for the first name, so uh, Matt Rose? One you, place you got your organized. pen. You I got, got your my pen, pen and paper. I have my paper. I have my locks already set, wow. so I'm not going to be scrambling in a moment. I like I'm it. I'm interested how many of us overlap because there's essentially three games today. Yes. Unless George picks some random soccer match. Yeah. Nah, there's no more Euro qualifying. Not today. Ireland against Scotland. Cheese rolling down a hill or something like yep. that. Have you ever watched the cheese rolling thing <laughs> on Netflix? Yeah. It's intense. All, all that I think about is, oh my God, their knees. That one guy is like a rubber ball. He just bounces all the way down. <laughs> yeah, they all look insane. And They're I like, like how they wear jeans. How do all they right. never blow out a knee? That's my biggest thing. Uh, first name. Okay, number um, one. Chris Butler. Derek Wolf. No, Dustin Wolf. Nope. No. Uh, Chris Butler was oh. born on October 27, 1986. And is a American former professional ice hockey defenseman who played in the NHL with the Sabres, his hometown St. Louis Blues, and Calgary Flames. I saw someone in a Chris Butler jersey when I was doing no the video for the home opener. Awesome. For real. He was wearing a 44, and I was like, oh, Warder jersey. And I walk up to turn around, Butler jersey. Nice. I was like, okay, which fundraiser did you get that at? Awesome. <laughs> Butler was packaged in a deal. That saw him dealt to the to Calgary along with Paul Byron on June 27, 2011. In exchange uh-huh. for Robin Rabier. Uh, Rabier. Rabier. <laughs> Robin Rabier. Robin Alish Kotalik, and a second-round pick in the 2012 entry draft. On July 3, 2019, Butler retired from hockey after 11 professional seasons. What was that trade? That feels really lopsided. Uh... Yeah, it was. Butler was packaged in a deal to Calgary along with Paul Byron for Robin Regeer, Alish Kotalik, and a second-round pick. Two four. Robin Regeer, Alish Kotalik, and a second-rounder for I'm Paul I'm trying to Byron remember why they would Butler. even have made yeah. that trade in the first place. No, in 2011. Next. What a weird trade. Rob Niedermeyer. In the middle of June? Robert, was that the draft? Was that the draft? Yeah. Robert Wade Niedermeyer Jr. was born on December 28th, 1974, and is a Canadian former professional ice hockey player who played 17 NHL seasons for the Panthers, Flames, Ducks, Devils, and Sabres. He is the younger brother of former NHL defenseman Scott Niedermeyer. The two were teammates for four seasons. He and his brother Scott grew up in Cranbrook, yep. BC. On July 16, 2016, Niedermeyer married long term, a long time and long term girlfriend Jessica Bentall, daughter of Barney Bentall, mm. whom he had been dating since March of 01. Together they have three daughters. Mm. And the final name, 93. Paul Byron. Mm. James Paul Byron was born on April 27, 1989, is a Canadian former professional ice hockey left winger and played 12 seasons in the NHL for the Sabres, Flames, and Montreal Canadiens. Byron was drafted by the Sabres in the sixth round, 179th overall of the uh, the 2007 NHL draft, and made his debut with the b in 2011 before a trade sent him where? The Calgary Flames. On September 20th, 2023, just last month, Byron officially announced his retirement, transitioning into a player development role in the Montreal Canadiens front office. Paul Byron, Rob Niedermeyer, Chris Butler all have something in common. We're playing Impossible Flames trivia, 960-960, name and location, and no, none of them have been in my kitchen. They all have scored shorthanded breakaway goals because that's what Paul Byron was awfully famous for. Speedster. Paul Byron. Yes, sir. Uh, are you ready for hit number one? Scored, but he would get the penalty shot or the breakaways shorthanded. Are you ready for hint number one? I I guess if my guess wasn't good enough, we can go to hint one. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay. David Boreanis, Brian McKnight, Wendy Malik. 
I know two of those names. David Morianis, Brian McKnight, Wendy Malik. David Morianis. 960, 960 name and location. Angel Bones, uh, SEAL Team. Yeah, Brian McKnight, great singer from the yep. 90s. Wendy Malik, you know. I don't know who's that. Uh, she's an actress. She's been in a ton of stuff. Wendy. She was in Always Hot in Cleveland. Uh, she was she was oh, okay. I know she what. was yes. Hobie's mom in Baywatch. Okay, Wendy. Malick. In that episode Wendy, where the plane crashes, Wendy Malik. Mm. The the plane crashes right near Baywatch. Coincidentally enough, and then Mitch has to save his ex wife and his son in the plane as Dale it's Buchanan. in the bottom of the Look ocean. Nine sixty nine sixty name and location. This hint did nothing for me. Oh really? I thought it would. No, believe it or not. Uh, you ready for? Oh, another where's hint? Wendy Malik from? You ready for another hint? Wendy Malik? I have no idea. Hit it, GVP. That Adele is so talented. Like Adele, Beyonce, like Selena Gomez, Katy Perry. They also be like, damn you, Taylor Swift, for taking up all the oxygen in the room. I really don't like you're putting Beyonce like a separate like she's right up there with Taylor Swift. She's, she's way one. higher than the other three people you just mentioned. I don't think Beyonce is that much higher than Adele. Are you kidding me? Are, Are you, you kidding for me? real? Kidding Are me right kidding now? Are you kidding me right now? Adele had like what one good album? What are you talking about? She got Adele? a Vegas residency. Yeah, that's irrelevant. All sorts of people have Vegas residencies. Wayne are you Newton? serious? Adele and Beyonce on the same level. I can't believe you're so serious about being Adele upset about this. Adele has sold over 70 million albums. Beyonce well, has sold anything with 29 David and Boreanis. a half. Adele Brian McKnight. Numbers don't lie. Adele sold 40 more albums than 40 million more albums. 960, name and location. Chris Butler, Rob Niedermeyer, Paul Byron all have something in common. We're playing Impossible Frames Trivia. Brought to you by our good friends at Vacay Bruco. You can, you can win a $50 gift card and some swag. The winners show up there too. They've told us. Yeah, like they they go and, and, and the new patio. The food's delicious. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. should check it out. Twenty five sixty six Flanders Avenue Southwest. Anything on the text line yet, Patrick? Well, it is definitely not as simple as they all played in Buffalo. So nobody's close. Okay, hit number three. GVP. Shake that. Uh, who doesn't remember LMFAO? Tough one to say on the radio. Yeah. Party rock anthem. Yeah, wasn't my wasn't my wasn't my Was it your jam? No. Really? That 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 doesn't track. Doesn't track. No. David Boreanis, Brian McKnight, Wendy Malik is hit number one. Feels like 2011 was a good year. Hit number two, Rolling in the Deep by Adele. Hit number three, Party Rock Anthem. LMFAO. Rolling in the deep. Okay. 2011. Rob Niedermeyer, Paul Byron, and Chris Butler were playing Impossible Flames trivia. 960-960. Name and location. You ready for hit number four? I guess. I I feel like I've done very little with the other ones, but that's okay. Okay. GVP, hit number four, please. You're a wizard, Harry. Oh, a little Harry Potter action. Right on. Oh, okay. You're a wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, Harry. Yes. Now, Rolling in the Deep and Party Rock Anthem both came out in 2011. Hmm. I don't know what the three actors are. I I know who David Boreanaz is. Yep. A big hockey fan, too. Yeah, he is. Big Flyers fan. Um. 
Yeah, Bones. Watch that with the family mm-hmm. back yeah. in the day. Bones. Yeah, for sure. Big fan of Seal Team. Um, I don't know the other two. Jason Hayes on Seal Team. Wendy Malik. Wendy Malik, you'd know. You know the face. Yeah. Ooh, David and uh, Leduc. Uh, they all played at the World Championships in 2011. Ooh, that's a good guess. Jeff and Calgary, they're all backup dancers for Barney Bentall. <laughs> Not what I'm looking that's for. That's a good one. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, Travis Susan and Boness. Uh, they're all secret DJs. New. Empire's new group. They all wore 44 for the Flames. Did you know AJ Greer produces music? Oh. Uh, they're all traded by GM uh, J. Feaster. Like hip hop music? Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like beats. Uh, Josh and Cochran. Over them? They all played for the Buffalo Sabres. That's true, but not what I'm looking for. Yeah. Mm. I think there's something to do with 2011 here, guys. Uh, also, Matt needs help. Adele is way better than Beyonce. Man, we've, I didn't say better. We've had a pretty drought-ridden summer here. Yeah. For uh, Impossible Flames trivia? Well, just in general, the last three or four years here in Calgary, we've had drought conditions. Mm. That feels like a hint. That feels like... Uh, they all played for the Sabres in 2011. All the songs were top songs in 2011. Nate and Lethbridge, you're getting warm. Ned is close. Ned, you're getting close, my man. They all rolled at a party. Are you ready for hint number That was six? a dry party. Five? five? Yeah. They were at a party Unless rocking the anthem with the big guy from Harry Potter, David Boreanaz, <laughs> Brian McKnight, the Wendy Malick. from Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, I don't know his name. Uh, the the twenty eleven. Well, no, I, I oh, the actor name. name. Okay. Here, here's hit number five. Five. Yeah. Yes, please. No, um, this is the, six. Uh, Patty just gave that weird drought clue that was just mixed in there. So I'm counting this as hint six. Yeah. Um, Tim Thomas was the Conn oh, Smythe oh. winner of the twenty eleven. Stanley Cup uh, final. That was a good final. As the Boston Bruins beat the on fire city Vancouver Canucks in game seven. Tim Thomas. Timmy what? Thomas won what? the cons. Not here to pump his tires. In 2011. <laughs> Stanley Cup playoffs. 2011. Okay. Bruins against the Canucks. That's hit number five. They Chris all... Butler, Rob Niedermeyer, Paul Byron, 969-60 name and location. We're playing Impossible Flames trivia. All right. In 2011, Chris Butler played for yes, the Buffalo Yes, Neil and Calgary. Congratulations. They all played for the Buffalo Sabres in 2011. They all played for the Buffalo Sabres the last time they were in the playoffs oh. in 2011. Longest playoff drought in the NHL. What? Congratulations, Neil and Calgary. You have won a $50 gift card for our good friends at VK Bruco and imagine? some swag. Can you imagine? 12 years without playoffs. Huh. Yeah, huh. it's been yeah. that long in Buffalo. Yeah. And all three Canadian guys market. were on that roster. Impossible God. Flames Trivia is brought to you by Veranda, a friendly farm-to-table restaurant featuring craft beer and spirits from in-house Vacay Bruco and Burwood Distillery. 2566 Flanders Avenue Southwest and on Instagram at Veranda YYC. Can you name the only active player that's still in the league from that team? Uh, I looked at uh, it today, Poso. too. No, Akposo wasn't there. He's was still on the island. Uh, pretty big guy. Kind of local. Oh, man. Look at this team. I don't know who it is. It's Tyler Myers. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yes. The Chaos Giraffe. The Big mm-hmm. Texan. Mm-hmm. The Chaos Giraffe is From a good Houston. nickname. That's a great All nickname, right. especially because he's as chaotic I'm, as they come. Who is on this team? I'm Thomas glad. Vanek, Jason Palmanville, Drew Stafford. I'm Air glad they 30, got 30 bingos for Drew Stafford. Uh, and the late great Rick Jenner. Drew, Drew, Staff, Drew Stafford. Drew Stafford. 
Uh, there you go. Congratulations, Neil. I'm glad we didn't have to give it away. Yeah, somebody nice. actually got it like tonight. That. It was Tyler nice. Ennis Took a little goals. bit, but they got it. My and the Sabers, of course, uh, hosting the Flames tomorrow night in a game you'll hear live right here on Sportsnet 960. All right, uh, it's time to do our uh, Jonas of the evening. Henroth. <laughs> yeah. Not very good. No, uh, and rough. But they did um, have Ryan Miller. Yeah, so they did have Ryan Miller. Time to give you our locks of the evening. Uh, oh. Brought to you by uh, Calgary Lock and Safe. Um, hunting season is back, Alberta. Be safe out there. Visit sportsnet.ca slash 960 to enter for your chance to win a bronze 16 rifle gun safe. Um, what are your two locks of the evening, Maddie? Let's bang out all both of yours right now because right. I want to get to some uh, theft stories from work. Okay, yes. Uh, number one. Uh, Alex Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals in action. They're taking on the Ottawa Senators today. Uh, Ovi did not have a shot on goal in the game against the Flames. It's the first time he's been held without a shot for a very long time. He's also in one of the longest goal droughts of his career. He's gone seven games going back to last season. I'm taking the under on Alex Ovechkin's shots, three and a half. Ooh. You can also get that at plus money right now. You can give me mm-hmm. one more. I'm also going to go with a little bit of a parlay here. I'm going with the superstar parlay in Pittsburgh as the Penguins are going to take on the Red Wings. I'm going Malkin and Gene, uh, Malkin and Sid both to get a point. Uh, you can get that about plus 100. Okay. Lock of the day. Patrick, what do you got? Lock them up. Uh, down in Houston, game three of the American mm. League Championship Series. Christian Javier will be getting the, the pitch, uh, the ball for the Houston Astros up against Max Scherzer. I like uh, Christian Javier going over nine and a half strikeouts tonight. Wow. Dalen. Okay. You got Punchies. one more for us? Okay. And then we'll go uh, Bryce Harper homers in another game. <laughs> Three straight. <laughs> <laughs> Safety valve. Three straight. Uh, panic, panic. Bryce no, Harper. They're not playing. They're not playing oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, dang it. Okay. Oh, we'll keep There's it. literally we'll, only three games that's right. tonight. We'll stay. We'll stay in te- Houston and Texas. Uh, Alex Bragman home run. There you go. There you go. Okay. GVP. What do you got? Uh, I'm gonna go back to that <laughs> ball game. I'm gonna go Marcus Simeon double or better. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we'll go to the Washington Ottawa game. I'm gonna say Brady Kachuk gets on the board with a point tonight. Wow. There you go. I am going to take the red-hot Texas Rangers. I'm going to take them on the run line, minus one and a half, to invite two or more runs tonight okay. at home to have the old 3 nothing stranglehold uh-huh. on the Houston Astros. Also, I'm going to take uh, Corey Seager over one and a half total bases. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, hit three thirty three with an OPS of 1,000 <laughs> against Javier this season. He's red-hot, too. He's yeah, and he's all scorching hot. I'm going to take him over one and a half. Total bases. There you go. There's our locks, courtesy of Calgary Lock and Safe. Uh, visit 960.ca, uh, sportsnet.ca slash 960. Tenor for your chance to win a bronze 16 rifle gun safe. For Calgary Lock and Safe, hunting season is back, Alberta. Be safe out there. Better believe it. Uh, before, uh, we got a couple minutes here. I always keep Let's play a couple of these really George. quick. You know what I mean. <laughs> uh, tickets to the gun show. Um, Haley Clark uh, is currently dating one Troy Aikman. According to court documents obtained by the Daily Mail, uh, she was fired in 2017 for almost stealing worth of four grand worth of stuff with her employee discount at Nordstrom. Uh, we asked you about your uh, stealing work stories. Mm. Uh, there's a couple beauties here. Texting mm. McTexerson is our Sportsnet 960 the fan texting robot, and he joins us. Oh, Texty. Never fired, but when I worked at Dairy Queen when I was a teenager, I would order the salad and I'd make it myself and throw a couple extra burgers underneath all the salad so that I actually had a decent lunch. Ha ha. That's a good veteran move. A couple burgers under the salad, too. 
Just a salad. Nothing to see here. Yeah, nothing. I'm eating healthy. All right. The old uh, secret compartment under the I salad. I feel like nice. if, if I ever worked at Dairy Queen, I would at one point put my head underneath of the soft serve. Like, no. I feel like that's Instantly. like a prerequisite oh, if you yeah. work at one of those places. Yeah, and my favorite thing out? about DQ is when you get a blizzard, is that look on their face when they flip it over. They're Damn like, right. that thing's not going to come out of the coat. And if they don't flip it, yeah, just like they're cold, free. cold stare really? into your eye. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what? I can hold it here all day, what? bud. Don't let my confidence insult your insecurities. <laughs> she wasn't fired, but before my wife was let go from La Sensa. She went in and used her staff discount of 50% to buy a whole bunch of stuff and after they rang it through and she paid, she gave them her I quit notice and walked out of the store. Nice. Wow. Okay. Hey. Lucinda's got some nice stuff. <laughs> Very silky. Not for you, George. Yeah, okay. I'm going to move on. Why, why can't it be for me? Well, I guess it can be for you. All right. Yeah, by all means, have at her. Yep. Yeah, Cody in Royal Oak. I dude. got fired for time stealing because I wouldn't clock out every time I went to the bathroom. Like, oh, you had to punch out to go to the bathroom? That ain't right. That's wrong. Well, if you're in there for like 20 minutes at a time, they're like, bro, you okay no, in we there? Need you. Yeah. We need you here, man. It's, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm a 30 minute pooper. Yeah. <laughs> you take a crunch, Where's that from? When did I say that? Yeah, I have no idea. That is yeah. a deep dive. That's a deep cut. All right. Crunch how how many more? You got a couple yeah. more? Uh, I got five. Okay, go quickly. Brian in Chaparral didn't get fired, but used to always grab a chocolate every once in a while. Working at Sobeys at 4 a.m. receiving a truck. All right. Sneaking hey. a chocolate bar once like in a while. <laughs> I feel like they're okay with that. Yeah. Just well, don't... I don't know if they're okay with it, but yeah, it's all right. It's fine. Once in a while. <laughs> Jake in Calgary worked at a grocery store and was caught stealing butter chicken for lunch. They thought it was only one time, but little do they know I got butter chicken for free every day. Ha ha ha. <laughs> wow. Every day every butter, day, chicken? butter chicken? chicken? What's for lunch? Free butter chicken? Free butter chicken? Five finger discount? <laughs> I wonder how long it went on. Yeah, he probably had like his fill of butter chicken. Like, why like we... do you think he liked it even more because it tasted like danger? Oh yeah. Do you think he liked it even more because it's butter chicken from a grocery store yeah. hot bar? Yeah, not bad. I guess <laughs> wouldn't be my first place to go for butter chicken. Scott in Calgary worked at the Shell Circle K on the Trans Canada in Brandon, Manitoba, in the nineties. Guys would pocket cash from transactions but not ring them through the till. They then turn around and place bets on sports bets. <laughs> One guy got caught and fired, but not before he'd won hundreds, maybe thousands. Wow. Wow, that's also that, that's, he's that's telling you about the like, wins. He's telling you about the wins. Yeah, what about the yeah. But he was also betting with not his money. So it's they're all they're wins. all wins. So the circle K was the big loser in yeah. all of that the whole time. Which back then would have that's, been that's, not that's a circle like, K. That's very sleazy would have been behavior. Max. Very sleazy behavior. That's fine. All right. I asked. I asked. Keep going. Sean in Chestemir. The Flames stole a second round pick from the Avalanche for Red Obera. <laughs> Hopefully the Avalanche stay away from Vlad. Okay. Last Reed Obera. Yeah, man. Justin in yep. Calgary. A find. I don't know when how I they was got sixteen. I worked there. at a Sobeys in St. John's NL. I believe they were paying me about five dollars and fifty cents an hour. Whenever you scan the first item at the register, an air miles window would open on the screen, preventing you from scanning any other items, unless you closed the window. So my buddies would come with a full cart, and I would only scan the first item, then pretend to scan the rest. I'd say about half of the employees did this, and somehow nobody ever got caught. Thank you, Sobeys. 
Oh my goodness. What a scam that is. Back in the day. When? Back when you probably couldn't <laughs> track your transactions necessarily. They just have to go look at the film and be like, well, he's scanning them. Mm. I don't know how he's doing it. Mm. Could I get uh, could I get off the tarmac with my two pounds of bananas I just bought with my air miles? <laughs> am, I even, am I even close to the plane yet? <laughs> what do you got coming up in Mucho Big Show? Oh, we're going to go to Buffalo. We're going to talk hey. with uh, Matthew Fairburn of The Athletic. Get a little dive on the Sabres ahead of tomorrow night's tilt. Okay, cool. Yeah. Hey, did you uh, talk to anybody about the Capitals before they played? Did you interview anybody from no, Washington? No, I didn't. Mm. No. I was, around, I was right. walking around yesterday going, what the hell happened to Anthony Mantha? Sportsnet today had uh, Tom Galuti. I think that's his name. Yep. On uh, on Monday. I wonder hmm. if they asked. Uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon on the old uh, podcast for the big show. We got a big show tomorrow. Yeah. Kelly Rudy's going to join Kelly us. Kelly Rudy. Uh, Ross Tucker. Ross Tucker. Yeah. A Flames guest of some sort. Maybe. Well, Rudy's a Flames guest. Well, yeah. Maybe we do another one. Seven thirty is open. Okay. We'll discuss. Have a terrific hump day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Sit, Ubu. Sit. Good dog.